0: This is the morning brief from the Economic Times.
1: Mukesh Ambani seems to have outfoxed his rival Jeff Bezos in the long drawn out battle for Kishore Biyani's Future Retail.
2: Future Retail has received termination notices from Reliance Industries for 835 of its sublease properties for stores. Now, uh, Future Retail has said that these stores historically were contributing about 55 to 65% to uh, the retail revenues.
1: A takeover of retail stores that contributes 65% of revenue? What's left then? Not much, it seems. For Amazon, which has been trying for the last year and a half to stop Future Retail from selling its assets to Reliance. But the war is far from over. Amazon is now trying for an out-of-court settlement. It'll tell the Supreme Court today where the talks have reached, but it may fight back with another case against Reliance's latest move. But how did it come to this? How did Reliance orchestrate this takeover, even as there are several court cases ongoing against its planned deal with future retail? Is there anything Amazon can do to challenge this? What does the future hold for future retail? What are Mukesh Ambani, Kishore Biyani and Jeff Bezos thinking now? We will try and tackle all these questions, except the last one, in this episode. It's the 15th of March. I am your host Anirban Chaudhary and you're listening to the future of Amazon versus Reliance on The Morning Brief. Neither Reliance Nor Amazon and Future Group responded to emailed queries seeking comment.
2: As of now, it is Advantage Reliance because they have taken all the stores. To tell you, frankly, they have also managed to get all the employees and they can say that we have managed to save so many jobs. Now, Amazon is looking for some mechanism by which they can also wriggle out of this mess. So conversations will start now because they have to tell the court very soon what their out-of-court settlement plan is.
1: That's my colleague and ET's Deputy Resident Editor, Chaitali Chakravarti, summing up the current situation. Okay, this calls for a quick recap. The many people who've been following this closely, feel free to skip the next one or two minutes. August 2019 Amazon agreed to buy 49% stake in Future Coupons, a promoter entity in the Future Group that sells gift cards and vouchers. The deal was for 1,450 crore. Simple? Not quite. Just 10 days before this agreement, Future Coupons had signed another with its flagship unit, Future Retail, giving itself the right to approve or strike down any asset sale that Future Retail would plan. Uh, think of Future Coupons as the authoritarian father who gives orders and Future Retail as the child who does all the work and earns the door but has to follow them. Now guess who would own half the shares of Future Coupons and hence end up controlling the assets of Future Retail? Amazon. Also, according to the agreement, a total of 15 companies were barred from buying assets of Future Retail. They included Walmart. Alibaba, Google, and Reliance. So, Amazon could dictate when and to whom Future Retail could sell its assets and it couldn't sell to Reliance. But in 2020, that is exactly what Future did. It agreed to sell its retail assets to Reliance Retail for 24,713 crore rupees. As part of the deal, Reliance will get the assets of 20 entities, including the key ones Future Retail and Future Fashion Lifestyle. And what are the assets? Logistics, supply chain, warehousing, rights over 80 private labels of Future Group and the brand names of popular stores such as Big Bazaar and Central. Future Group's rationale? Covid had battered its business and left it saddled with debt of more than 20,000 crore rupees. It needed cash, and it needed it fast. In October 2020, Amazon filed a case in the Singapore International Arbitration Centre, claiming that the Future Retail Reliance deal violated the Amazon Future Coupons Agreement. It sought and received something called an emergency award, not given in Indian courts, to halt the deal. Meanwhile, Future Retail also filed a case with the Delhi High Court to stop Amazon from interfering with its deal with Reliance. That started to weave a complex, tangled thread of court cases, a total of two dozen at one point, with appeals and counter-appeals from both Amazon and Future Group. And just when Amazon seemed to be winning the legal battle, In a fresh twist in December 2021, the country's antitrust watchdog, the Competition Commission of India, which had earlier approved the Amazon Future Coupons deal, turned around and said Amazon had hidden its real intent behind it, which was to exercise control over future retail's assets. This based on a complaint from Future Coupons which had signed the same agreements which gave it and hence Amazon rights to approve future retail's asset sales. Weird. And that is more or less where we stand now. There are cases ongoing in the Supreme Court and Delhi courts and various tribunals, as well as appeals filed at the National Company Law Tribunal and National Company Law Appellate Tribunal. In the words of Rasul Bele, my colleague and a veteran retail reporter at ET. It's one of the most complex
3: uh, cases I have uh, covered in my career.
1: Now the best way to understand how things stand in this tripartite tussle or this game is to look at each player. Claire won Reliance. Now, India's biggest, wealthiest, and in many ways, most powerful conglomerate has been a quiet but quick player in this game. It's not been actively involved in the legal battles, but has tried to buy future out of its financial woes and itself into Kishore Biyani's vast retail network. That would have made it the undisputed king of the space, far beyond the reach of its most formidable competitor, Amazon. Reliance's offer of 25,000 crore rupees is way beyond what Amazon, a foreign entity, can offer Future Group on its own. Foreign direct investment isn't allowed in India's retail sector. Reliance's most decisive move has been taking over Future Group stores, which houses multi brand outlets like Pantaloon. Rasool explains to me how this happened. So Reliance and Future
3: Group signed a deal for Reliance to take over futures asset in August, 2020. So they were hoping the deal would go through quickly in in the next six to eight months, but it didn't happen because of Amazon's challenge in the courts. So futures financial situation was in any case not good to start with. That is the reason they had to sell off. And the situation became worse and worse. And they couldn't pay the rents for hundreds of these stores. So even as litigations were on, Reliance stepped in and told the landlords, okay, I'm going to pay you all the outstanding rents or future, but I will then take the lease
1: in my own way. So basically... Reliance had quietly become quasi landlord for future retail stores a year ago. And this was something that came to light only last month when it started taking them over.
3: They went uh, to stores, at, in some cases at uh, 8 o'clock at night. They uh, asked uh, the store employees to resign and we'll, we'll take you on our payroll, and they took out signages and all. That is when. People came to know that such a thing had happened. That Reliance had taken over the, the possessions of the stores.
1: And the agreements were signed well in advance, rate, more than a year ago in some cases. And now Reliance has started the next phase, rebranding the stores.
2: See, for retailers, it's location which matters. For on those locations, whether it's a big bazaar or a smart bazaar, it doesn't make a difference to the consumer. So they are going to, in all the big bazaars, they are converting them into smart bazaars with their own brand name. And they will sell exactly the same stuff, if not more. So for a layman like you and me, what difference does it make to me whether I'm buying it from a smart bazaar or a big bazaar?
1: Okay, this seems like an outrageous move. I asked Rahul Kamerkar, a lawyer specializing in disputes of this nature. So the matter is subjudice. One would ask how Reliance had the confidence and some would even say the gumption to um, implement or orchestrate such a takeover. How do you reckon Amazon can challenge this, if at all? Will it be a separate dispute altogether or can this be part of the uh, same ones that are ongoing?
0: Yes, so it would definitely have to be a separate dispute altogether. The fact is that they were able to acquire the leases and since future retail defaulted on those leases, they were able to take over the stores. So, if uh, that appears to be contractually sound, in the sense that there doesn't appear to be anything illegal about it or anything in contradiction to the current ongoing cases, there was nothing in any of the cases to prevent Reliance from doing this. Now, when it comes to the legality bit of what Reliance did with regard to the future coupons versus Amazon dispute, I don't believe that there is any sort of problem there. It appears to be a legal strategy employed by uh, some people at Reliance, which may in fact be a very clever legal strategy. And I don't think Amazon will really have much of a chance in succeeding against what has happened, unless there is something unsound about the contracts through which Reliance was able to execute this.
1: But are the courts ready to take on more cases on this long, rambling tussle? Not so, Chaitali and Rasool tell me.
2: Now the courts are also quite fed up of hearing this case over and over again. Now they are saying that enough, go for an out-of-court settlement and come with a plan. Every day don't come and file new cases and new uh, uh, petitions and don't waste the court's time
3: in one uh, in such instances the chief justice of india said it seems
1: like we, we might have to create a separate court for amazon and future group cases but the courts have been fair and player number 2 has racked up quite a few wins Player 2 amazon now amazon's interest in future retail actually stretches back 4 years So uh, Amazon wanted to invest in Reliance. Initially,
3: what was the plan was like, FRL being a listed company still had a leeway to include a 10% FII investment. So Amazon wanted to come through that route uh, and buy that 10% share in FRL directly. Is it FII you can buy uh, shares uh, in the listed Indian company? The plan was that Future would sell its products on Amazon's platform. So all these brands, Big Bazaar, Future Bazaar, everything like the, all these brands and their private labels
1: would sell on Amazon.com. So that was the plan. But in December 2018, the government made a critical tweak into FDI rules for e-commerce companies, which uh, would effectively bar Future Retail from selling its stuff on Amazon's platform if Amazon invested in it.
3: So then Future and Amazon had to step back and create a different structure, which was like they would invest in a promoter company which owns stake of FRL, the listed company. When they invest in the so-called IOC, Indian-owned, Indian-controlled company, Future Group could still sell on uh, Amazon's platform because Amazon wasn't directly investing into future retail. So they found this route where like they would invest in the, in the promoter company FCPL and M- FCPL owns about 10% in FRL. So eventually they were supposed to take a con option and buy the whole 10%. And the valuation of future Groupon's 49%
1: was arrived as if they were buying the share of the listed FRL. Amazon's Indian partner, Samara Capital, has offered to invest 7,000 crore rupees in future retail's assets. But future hasn't responded favorably yet. Many say Amazon is as interested in stopping Reliance from taking control of future retail as it is in actually controlling future retail.
0: It was a question of, of course, Amazon wanting to use FRL for its operations, which was being threatened. But also, Reliance is probably one of it is probably its biggest competitor in India. So they would rather not have their uh, competitors succeed when they could avoid it. It's a normal business practice in a sense that they would rather have future retail get liquidated completely than uh, have it being taken over by Reliance and benefit Reliance through that.
1: So, the story of Amazon's play in this whole game is actually the story of the various cases it has filed and how it has successfully maneuvered through them.
0: So when it comes to enforcement of the arbitration award and enforcement of contracts, the all the judgments have largely been in favor of Amazon overall. The one big legal decision that was given was actually on 6th August of the last year, 2021, which uh, clearly upholds emergency arbitral awards, arbitration awards in India.
1: So, remember the Singapore court that is the adjudicator in the Amazon Future Coupons deal? If you recall, this court had given an emergency award to hold the deal. That's what Rahul is referring to.
0: Uh, the question was can that be recognized in India or not? It is very much recognized and enforceable in India since the parties agreed to the rules of arbitration which state that there will be a provision for emergency awards. So that is one big question of law that has been settled.
1: And this is significant. This effectively means that India's apex court agreed that the deal between future and reliance should be kept on hold. All was well until the twist from CCI which put the Amazon Future Coupons deal in suspension. Remember, like I said, CCI had approved this very deal in 2019. Amazon claims it has made all disclosures to CCI. But Rahul says,
0: Amazon did not disclose that it would, through this deal, get a large control over future retail, which it ought to have disclosed. So, the CCI has now held in December of last year that Amazon ought to have disclosed the control that it would be able to exert over future retail and should have uh, taken that up also as one of the issues when applying for approval of the deal, which it did not do. So, the CCI has actually fined Amazon 202 crores for not disclosing that and has kept its order in abeyance and has asked Amazon to file a fresh Within 60 days of that order. Of course, now that order has been challenged by Amazon in the NCLAT and is currently ongoing. The hearings are ongoing. So if the NCLAT approves the CCI order and after that the Supreme Court confirms the NCLAT order, that would would be pretty much the end of the deal between Amazon and future coupons, unless until such time that the CCI reapproves the entire deal from scratch.
1: If that happens It's a double whammy for Amazon. It loses the deal with future coupons and it fails to stop Reliance's aggressive growth in the retail sector. Amazon's lawyers say this whole saga shows the weakness in enforceability of business contracts in India. Chaitali disagrees.
2: I think that if you want a contract to be fully enforceable, then you have to do a deal with a very honest and open mind. Why I say this FDI in retail is not allowed. Amazon knew this yet it went and spent 1400 crore to get stake in a card company, which is future coupon. They thought through this, they will, you know, get access to future retail assets and all of that. So the point is that this was not allowed on day one. So if you're doing something which is not allowed, how do you then expect the contract to be enforceable? They wanted control on the future's retail and since they couldn't do it directly. They tried to do it in a circuitous manner and at that time it helped Future Group as well because they were getting this money. They also knew that they were violating the law, but still they got 1400 crore to immediately push into their retail business or wherever they have invested. It suited Future Group then, it suited Amazon then. Then later things started falling apart because things were not working out between the two. Now, if you had done a clean deal, then obviously, then the enforceability of the contract, honesty, above board transactions, all that come into play. But from if from day one, your transactions suspect, then these things are okay to talk about. But at some point, some regulator will point it out. And that's precisely what has happened.
1: And now we come to the final player. Player 3, Future Group. The retail behemoth now faces the possibility of insolvency. On one side is Amazon accusing it of violating an agreement, on the other side is Reliance offering it enough cash to take care of its debt and promising its staff employment. But will it? I ask Rasul. Rasul, Reliance is known for hard negotiations, right? It has previously agreed to a price of rupees twenty-five thousand crore, and now it already owns sixty-five percent of Future Group stores. Do you think it'll go back on its negotiations, on its promises in terms of what it has agreed to pay the Future Group, and then what happens?
3: I think they will because like now the 25,000 crore price take may not mean much uh, to Reliance like because uh, they have already taken 65% of the stores, a chunk of the business is already with them. So I, as you mentioned that they are hard bargainers, and I think the 25,000 crore for the uh, 450, 500 store doesn't tally, uh, Like, you know, it, that the math just doesn't add up so i think they they would go for a, a lower much lower valuation
1: future retails lenders have declared its debt as non performing assets i asked rasul exactly how much the lenders have got to lose rasul talking about the future groups lenders how significant has been their role in this if future retail is pushed to bankruptcy what can they acquire as part of the bankruptcy proceedings
3: Right. So, banks are in a very difficult situation right now. They owe uh, something like 17,000 17, crore just for the future retail limited. And overall debt for the company level is something like 29,000 crore. So the banks have an ex- exposure of 17,000 crore just for the listed future retail. And like now. They can they can take charge uh, of uh, of futures assets anytime they want because like they as you mentioned they have already declared their loans NPA because they could not service that three thousand five hundred crore loan repayment in January so now they can take charge anytime but the question is now what are they going to take charge of like this the stores are sixty five percent of the stores are uh, taken by Reliance what what else they can go for like you know they can go for those stores even. In other stores, like you know, this, this, most of the stores are within malls, are, are owned by landlords. Like you just can't go and seize those stores, and, and the inventory within within uh, those stores uh, are may, may not be much worth for the banks. So they're in a very difficult situation. Their best uh, case scenario would be the deal goes through, and Reliance pays them some money. Like they, they, I'm sure they would have to take a big haircut.
1: And what haircut are we talking about exactly? Future Group's retail arm and its Lifestyle Fashion Unit's total outstanding debt is over 20,000 crore rupees. So even if the banks take over the inventory and some of the apparatus and machinery actually owned by these units, it would amount to, Rasul says, just 4,000 crore rupees if estimated aggressively. That's the kind of haircut that the lenders will have to take. And could the lenders have stopped this takeover of futures stores by Reliance? Can they appeal against it now? Rahul says unlikely.
0: So it depends on what kind of security the lenders had. If anything to do with those stores or whatever that might be, whether it was even the leases for that matter, or whether it was anything to do with those stores had been provided as security for any sort of credit provided to future retail. Then in any case, the law is very clear that those lenders would have precedence no matter what future retail does does with it after that. So, but if the lenders didn't have anything to do with those stores as security, then yes, it does become much more difficult for the lenders because now they can no longer go after those stores.
1: So, can future be saved?
2: I think the company is already saved, in the sense, most of its stores are taken over by Reliance, right? The employees have shifted. All the department, the central lifestyle stores will also be converted into a big uh, departmental store owned by Reliance. I mean, own the brand will be owned by Reliance. Now, what happens to the shell company? I mean, that that's anybody's guess. That that's a different issue. Or or oh, the brand. These are, these are assets. If the brand is dead, I mean, it's, what difference does it make? As long as the assets and the employees are saved. I, I don't quite care what happens with the company and their senior executives because they can fend for themselves. The
1: fierce battle between Amazon, Future and Reliance isn't about controlling one company or stopping another. It's the battle to control India's retail market which will reach the size of a trillion dollars in the next couple of years. In this battle, involving deals, brands, employees, a battery of lawyers, billions of dollars, an entire forest's worth of paper. Agreements have been breached, rules have been broken, and influence has been exerted. All to fulfill unrelenting corporate ambitions. There may be one winner, or two, or none in this fight. But it should leave everlasting lessons on how corporate battles should, and more importantly, should not be fought. That's all for today. You were listening to the future of Reliance versus Amazon on The Morning Brief. This episode was produced and edited by my colleague Surbhi Modi and Soundarya Jayachandran from Awaaz.com Sound Editor, Swati Joshi from Awaaz Executive Producer, Arijit Barman The Morning Brief airs every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. This is your host, Anirvan Chaudhary, signing off. Have a good day and week ahead. All clips used in this episode belong to their respective owners. Credits are given in the description.